Hey everybody, welcome back to another edition of Brightcast by Ship Bright. In this episode, we're going back onto the island of Monhegan. Last year, we did a podcast for Trap Day, which I'll explain in this podcast if you haven't heard of it before. Uh, it is our number one ranked episode of all times. So uh, we were back on island, and uh, Trap Day was happening while we were here. So we jumped back in on it. Uh, I want to say special thank you to everybody who has been listening uh, to the podcast. We are now heard in over 23 countries, uh, the U.S., the Czech Republic, Germany, Bahamas, United Kingdom, Switzerland, South Africa, Canada, Portugal, Norway, Poland, Australia, Sweden, Greece, Ukraine, Costa Rica, Slovenia, Mexico, Armenia, Ireland, Macau, Austria, and Italy. So thank you to everybody around the world who's listening. This is great. So let's jump right into it. Trap Day 2022. It's Friday, September 30th on Monhegan Island. And the lobstermen are staging their traps on the town wharf in anticipation that tomorrow morning at dawn, there'll be the 103rd year of Trap Day. Monhegan has a lobstering season, and they will lobster from now. Uh, well, they're going to lobster from October 1st until Memorial Day of next year. And this is a long-standing tradition. Monhegan has a lobster conservation zone, so they take their traps out of the water, approximately three-mile radius around the island, uh, to let the lobsters frolic and reproduce and make sure that uh, the lobster harvest is sustainable. Back over a century ago, the Monhegan lobstermen recognized that you have to take care of the goose that lays the golden egg. So uh, they take their conservation very seriously. So tomorrow at dawn, a cannon will sound. Sherm Stanley will check in with everyone on the boats, all the lobstermen, and they'll say if everybody's ready to go, the cannon will sound and they all roar out of the island to drop their first load of traps and then they will come back and reload and get their traps out as soon as they can. And one of the traditions in Trap Day is that no one goes until they all go. So if your boat is broken down or you're sick or something's going on, they will delay Trap Day so that everyone can go out and, uh, and do it. It's that sense of fair play that is part of the island's ethos. So, tomorrow we will be a group of people here. Everyone will be down here and we'll uh, help the lobstermen load their traps onto their boat. You'll hear it all. We'll interview some uh, interesting characters here. And welcome to 2022 Trap Day. It's Saturday, October 1st, 2022. It's 10 of 6 in the morning, sun rises at 6.34, and at sunrise, a cannon will fire, and all of the lobstermen on Monhegan will start their season, racing out of the harbor to get their first set of traps put in the water, then they'll be back to load more, and on the wharf, helping them load more of their traps will be many of the islanders, visitors, friends and family, 
who are all here to help. So we're making our way down to the wharf to see everybody else. Hey! One of the lobstermen heading down in his truck to start the day off. Here on the wharf at 6.03, people are starting to gather down by the wharf to watch the launching of Trap Day. And they'll also be helping load the traps as the lobstermen come back to put more traps on. There's a mountain of lobster traps here on either side of the wharf here, Monhegan, and people are bringing traps down. Some lobstermen hoisted their traps down the side of the wharf to their lobster boats. The lucky ones who can get right up to the front and take advantage of the ramp will drag their traps down. Down on the wharf is a little shop called The Barnacle. It is owned by the owner of the Island Inn. And uh, it's already open and doing a brisk little business. Because Michael does free coffee until 1 p.m., which is a very kind thing. Good morning. I was just saying on for the podcast. Free coffee until 1 o'clock. Uh, yeah. If you, uh, if you need more, you can get more. <laughs> but if you need less, we can't help you. <laughs> so come on in. <laughs> That's Michael, the owner of the Island Inn. Welcome to Trap Day. So coming down the hill is uh, Tommy Moulton, who, uh, who has the signal cannon that will fire it off right at dawn after confirming with the lobstermen that everybody's ready to go. Tommy's also brought an entourage down that is doing all the heavy lifting. <laughs> Smart guy. Good morning, Tommy. Getting ready for the uh, signal? Yes, we're getting ready for the official firing at 6.30 this morning. That's right. There yep. you go. Yep. How many years now for you? Oh, my God. Probably at least a dozen. Yeah. Yeah. There yep. you go. It's great. What a great time. So you brought your entourage with you? Yeah. We got a little trap crew for Maddie, which yeah. is great. Excellent. How, yeah. All What's good? with you? How are you doing today? Fine, thanks. You know, yeah. early. Yeah. Oh, yeah. just got to <laughs> pound the coffee. Right. So I'm going to stand over here when you uh, hit the yeah. uh, cannon, okay? Yeah. We'll give you a heads up. We'll do fire in the hole before we hit it. Roger that. All right. Thanks. Yeah. Hey, everyone. Here's a quick word from Anchor.fm, which is one of my sponsors. They provide me the tools to keep this broadcast free. Thank you. The boats are slipping their moorings. People are yelling and screaming, having fun. 629, 59. Hey, what should we do, Chris? I'm happy to do it. They told me 630. I'm just doing what they told me. If I do it early, they're going to be pissed. They know it. They know it's 630, the fish house. They all agreed to it. So that's up to them. I'll get fired at this job if I, if I go early. You talk about my job, Chris, here. The thing with being down on the wharf of Monhegan is it's all chiefs and no Indians. <laughs> I won't be able to pay my mortgage if I get fired. Is Smitty on his boat? Yeah, I saw him get on. Got, okay, good. 627. Even the seagulls know something's up. Yes. Yeah, it's not Greenwich Mean Time. They're zipping around the harbor, looking for food. 
They know there'll be some bait left for them. It must be about maybe 100 people down here now on the wharf. Tom Moulton's got his uh, signal cannon ready to go, just waiting to hit it at 630, because that was the agreed upon time by all the lobstermen of when they would start. By law, we got two minutes. by law, it's at sunrise. Two minutes. Two minutes. Lobs boats are all staged now, just waiting on the signal. The lobstering season of 2022-2023 has started. The boats are firing out, out the mouth of the harbor. Get those, getting those first traps set. You can hear the people on the boats whooping it up. It's certainly a time when the lobstermen can start putting money in the bank instead of uh, having it all going out for traps, ropes, lines, buoys. Now, so the lobster will be back in uh, a little bit of time, depending on how far out they go. They usually don't go out too far for that first set of traps because they want to come back, load more traps up, and get other uh, trap lines set uh, farther out. So the first line will be close, then they'll be back to load up. So first time trap day observers, Dave Chanel as lovely gal Stacy and Bob and Karen Goldman. So what's your what's your thoughts? It's awesome. exciting to watch everybody with, with the anticipation of being the first out to wherever they want to go and dropping them and you see the, was that sure me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. So, we're all wondering why he didn't head out, but apparently he's got this cove in here, and uh, uh, he's just dropping his traps right here, so he doesn't have too far to go. But it's nice. Everybody's come down to, to watch the takeoff and, the, and the, to see all the lobster traps on, do on the dock is uh, very interesting because they're going to come in and grab them. Well, uh, looking forward to seeing that happen. Yeah. Well, I saw it from Swim Beach, and it was awesome to see the boats just scurry out like they're all. But I loved the Yahoo, <laughs> the guy going out here, because he just he made it. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. It's, it's a one-of-a-kind vision to see. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. <laughs> and Dave and Stacy are the first-time visitors to the island of Monhegan. They just happen to be here for Trap Day as well. Unbelievable. What a great experience. Wonderful to witness this type of uh, action on the island. Great, great, great morning for this, and great to see everybody come down and come out to this uh, fantastic event. Sitting here on the wharf with Doug Boynton, who uh, Islander and does a lot of jobs and you used to how many traps how many years did you lobster for 50 five zero five zero five zero got it out of my system <laughs> <laughs>
I was just asking him if he missed uh, uh, being uh, part of Trap Day. Of course, he is because we're down here on the wharf, but actually being out on the boats. No, it's a, it's a, it's a relief not to have the uh, the work and the, and the stress of it. And I got it out of my system, and <laughs> as you get older, it's just physically so hard that uh, it's, um, it's it's not quite as much fun. I, no. I miss being out on the water, but... Uh, but do you miss being out there when it's in the middle of the winter and blowing stink? Uh, I love that. So, yeah, I, I do. I, I right. have to say I do. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a unique... To spend 50 years on the... North Atlantic, seeing sunrises and sunsets, and the, all the weather that you see. I mean, that's that's great. <laughs> not not many jobs afford that. That's trap awesome. Day alumni. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, the Trap Day Alumni Association. Right here. here we are. Right. <laughs> I like it up here. Yeah. Yeah. Like it a lot. It's a good perspective. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hi. This is definitely a new perspective for you. So, didn't realize I was recording. Yeah. There you go. That's so good. So much for the witness protection program. <laughs> okay. So this is a deviation from the regular trap day thing, but uh, I'm here with Dougie Boynton. He was the constable. Uh, a, a number of years ago, and he's got an interesting story to tell about life on Monhegan. Well, we we went in and played the the uh, the prisoners in Thomaston, and as uh, to reciprocate, they came out to the island to play. Uh, we were told that they were going to have plenty of supervision and everything would go okay, and we didn't care. I mean, we, we, we didn't have anything, anything against prisoners. So, so they came out and we we did play, but they uh, they went pretty crazy when they got out of here. <laughs> they, they they had just some trustees, almost not really policemen. It didn't seem to to guard them, and um, things quickly went awry. They were chasing the women. Uh, they were one of them went up to the trailing unit to try to rent a room. Wanted to know how much it was for a couple of hours. Um, they were off off in the woods. Uh, it, it was a mess. Uh, we're, as a constable, I wasn't as much a police officer, somebody who kept things, hopefully kept things from going out of control or when there was an issue, you'd, you'd respond to it. And I was responding all day. I didn't get to play too much uh, softball that day. I, I thought the funniest thing was uh, a number of the people that I had interactions with they wanted to know if when they get out I could be their parole officer <laughs> they, they thought things were pretty loose out here and uh, that, would, that would be good I, you know, that was a one-off they didn't they didn't come back now did I heard something about one of the trustees or whatever uh and his boat got uh, got a little drunk Oh, they all got drunk. I mean, I, maybe, maybe, they, maybe some of them didn't get drunk, but no, they they definitely got right into the liquor. There was there was really there was basically no supervision. It was like they were gonna they were gonna make the most of it. And, that sounds like one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Uh, it was it, it was pretty crazy. And and did uh, do I understand that uh, one of the boats that the guy came out on ended up on smutty nose or something? Is that true? I can't um, remember. I'm not sure. I don't I don't remember that exactly. Okay. There was so much going on that day. Uh, with, with them all over the island without supervision. But, uh, but it, they had fun, and in the end, no, no harm was done, and then, uh, there were a number of happy people. I don't know what uh, 
I don't think they threw p- people in solitary for that. But I'm sure there were some disciplinary measures, but probably as much on the supervision crew because it was. That is a great story. Uh, it, was, it was pretty funny. The guys from Thomaston coming out to play the Monhegan Blues baseball team. <laughs> right. Wow. I bet you were relieved when they all started heading inshore. Um, I didn't care. <laughs> But with the grace of God, I would have, could have been on the other team, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we were we were sort of sympathetic to them as long as it, that there were, there were a few of them that that, that were uh, edgy, and that that was really the only concern. But running running amok is sort of a local tradition, so <laughs> they fit in pretty well. There you go, from the mouth of Dougie Boynton, constable. Yeah. Of the famous Monhegan Blues versus the Thomaston inmates. I was also Lincoln County Deputy Sheriff at the time. Ooh. (laughs) I I, uh, commanded a lot of respect. (laughs) That's still being heaped upon you as we speak, right? Thank you. (laughs) So uh, we are down here on the wharf, and, you know, you get to meet all of the local uh, folks and characters. And uh, here's one. She runs the Cracked Mug and the famous, as of now, a dessert place, Night Night Fatties. Hi. Great. Tell us your name, where you're from, and how'd you get out to Monhegan? Oh, wow. Uh, so my name is Melanie Tucker. Um, I've had the Cracked Mug. This is the end of my third season. Um, I, um, I'm really a Virginian, but I'd been in New Jersey for a bunch of years raising kids, and I was looking for a bed and breakfast I set my intention for what I wanted, um, and Doug and Harry Odom's house came up. And I came up here as kind of an experiment. I was going to live by the sea and play with scones and kind of see what happened, and, and the magic happened. So um, I'm really happy to be here. And this summer, we debuted this new idea because there's a hole in the Monhegan market for after-dinner dessert and entertainment. So we started a 6 to 8 kitchen dessert service on my side door. Called Night Night Fatties. What a great name! Where'd you come up with that? Um, well, Sin Jensen really was the was the uh, my friend Sin was the inspiration for that. There is a, we we were saying well we want to serve it maybe out the side door because I said I like that because it's easy by the kitchen you know keep all the food mess in the kitchen and she said yeah and then it would be like kind of a secret speakeasy exit it would be it would be like that clandestine cookie place called Goodnight Fatties and I'm like oh great we'll be oh. night night and that's how it started and it just was a lark and a week later I found some driftwood and I painted a sign and. I made some cream puffs, and I was sure that I would be sitting on my stoop eating my own cream puffs. <laughs> but uh, it kind of became a thing, and it's been it's been the joy of 2022. Nice. Yeah. And then tonight, in celebration Trap Day, uh, you're doing something special. I am. So we are doing um, a dessert fundraiser, four to eight tonight, and um, I've baked and baked and baked. We have a few pies from last night, but I've got 11, hopefully 12 cakes coming out of the oven, and we have some tahini salted chocolate chip cookies, and we have, also we have three counters worth of desserts, and there's gonna be a wheel with mason jars, and 100% of proceeds are gonna go to the island charity of your choice. So you can spin the wheel, and you can choose the first aid station, or the fire department, or the library, or the church, or Monhegan Associates. And we also have a, um, a private fund that we're setting up for a friend, a fellow islander, who's been um, struggling with cancer. And so to help cover her medical expenses and transportation and those kind of things. So you can pick whichever mason jar you want, throw your money in it, take your pie and go party. (laughs) 
<laughs> thank you so much for being you. Thanks. Thanks for thanks for being here on Trap Day. <laughs> Boats are starting to come back in for their second round of traps. Oh, that's that's uh, Maddie, right? Maddie Thompson. Yeah, it is. Maddie Thompson, first one back in. Small island, everybody knows everybody. People are heading right down to the wharf to go help load the traps. And we got another one coming in. We'll be going on the far side of Smutty Nose. The sounds of traps being brought down. Lined up. Key is to load them up fast, get out, get your traps in so you can get more put in the water faster. Yeah, that's, now we know we're good. Come on, Maddie, get the lead out! <laughs> Enthusiasm to get the traps down. <clears throat> the captain of the boats have to monitor how many exactly they're going to load on. Otherwise, they get a traffic jam. Pot. Yeah. Okay. That's it. Okay. There's an attractive mermaid who's come up. <laughs> yes. I moved my one pot. Eventually you have to return mermaids to the sea. Oh. <laughs> Splish mash. He's coming, he's coming, he's coming. So uh, on trap day, we bring people from all around that come up. So uh, would you do me a favor, just to introduce yourself and uh, tell me where you're from? Hi, I'm Kristen and I'm from Cape Cod. And I'm Sue, I'm from South Berwick, Maine. Mm -hmm. I'm Carol, I'm from Concord, New Hampshire. There you go. So is this the first time for trap day for you guys? It is. Yeah. What do you think? Awesome. Love it. Fantastic. Beautiful. Yep. Special, and you have uh, a special person here on, uh, on one of the boats. I certainly do, our son. He is on the Chum again. It's his fourth season and he's having a great time. And he's a Sternman. He's a Sternman. I spent a lot of years as a Sternman myself. Oh, wow. I spent most of it chumming off the back end because they would have me drink rum till three in the morning and drag <laughs> my ass down to the fish beach. So anyway, so it is first time on Monhegan? Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. So yes. you're out here for both Trap Day and it's first time on Monhegan? Yep. Yes. Boring, huh? It's, yeah, it's, you know, you think there's something going on today. Awful. And the views? Know. Lousy. Yeah. It's like exit 15 on the New Jersey Turnpike. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. 
with terrible exactly. people to talk to. Yes. 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 Yeah. Well, yeah. That, so they, they got outed by one of yes. Tommy Moulton's friends uh, who said, you got to talk to these guys because they're characters. So. Oh, they are. <laughs> what? They are. Oh, come on. And we found out that we were all from Cape Cod together. We yes. grew up a street grew apart. Up. A street apart town. from one another. Yeah. Yeah. Graduated same high school. We could have yeah. walked to each other's yeah. houses. Yeah. Small yeah. world. Yeah. Yeah. I know. On Monhegan yeah. Island. I know. Yeah. yeah. For trap days. <laughs> yes. What? what she says. Oh, yes. Because we're chatty. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Us chatty? We actually met on the boat first. Yes. yes. <laughs> Yeah, we got on the ferry. Mm-hmm. Yes. Great. Well, you know, uh, as the boats come in, you well know this by now. You can help load the traps or bring we, them down. We heard about that. We were just going to manage from a distance and yeah. sort of supervise. Uh, that was the really, plan. I yeah. just carry this. I'm actually not recording. Okay. I just hold this. <laughs> And and, and 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 I just don't get put to work. Can we borrow it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need help? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Production. Your, let me hold your phone for you. <laughs> <laughs> it looks heavy. All the good energy here. Thanks for talking to me, ladies. Coming in now is uh, Sherm Stanley, the senior lobsterman on Monhegan. His father, Sherm Senior was a lobsterman. His grandfather, Dwight Stanley, was a lobsterman. And uh, my father used to stern for Dwight Stanley. Deep roots here. People all walks of life are here helping. Folks come out every year just to lend a hand. And then there's Chris Rollins doing his famous tightrope. <laughs> yeah, I was referring to Chris doing the tightrope back because the traps are uh, so thick on the wharf and they're, uh, they're probably piled up to 12 feet high maybe on either side. It's like you're in a canyon. And so in order to be able to get to do things like uh, lower or raise uh, the wharf ramp, you've got to climb over traps and on handrails and basically scamper around like a monkey to be able to get things done. All right, that's all the big ones. So Sherm is directing what traps he wants now. So one of the traps that just went by, you know, they're stored outside all summer long. They've got freshly painted buoys, uh, new lines in them, new ropes. Uh, one of them went by because it must have been under an apple tree, so there are a bunch of apples in there. Uh, I can tell you that lobsters don't eat apples. So. Now, one of the interesting things about Sherm Stanley's uh, traps is that his grandfather had lobster license number one. So on the buoys, you have to display your lobster number, lobster license number. And uh, Dwight Stanley had number one. He, um, he, there was a mishap one year where he failed to refile in time and uh, he lost his number one. However, uh, they appealed to the Department of Marine Resources, and uh, they understood the symbolism of being number one. So, uh, Sherm's license number is now 1A. 
Hi, so out here is uh, Tommy Moulton's brother. So can you tell me your name and where you're from? Uh, Ron Moulton, Danvers, Massachusetts. Danvers, okay. Yeah. And uh, have you been up here for Trap Day before uh, your yeah, brother? several times. Okay. about three years old uh, since I've last been. Gotcha. Something else, huh? Oh, yeah, I love it. Yeah? Yeah, it's and, great. It's great. And your brother brings out his entourage? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Mean, one year we had about 12 of us staying at his place. It was crazy. Bible study, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, uh, I know everyone appreciates all your help and support. There yeah. you go. Yeah, it's amazing to see all these, I mean, all these people helping. It's great. It's good to see. Century-old tradition. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. 7.35, trap day has been underway for an hour. Uh, the boats are coming back for their second round of traps to set. Everyone is still down here helping load the traps. The wharf will be pretty clear of the traps by this afternoon. And in the harbor itself, a lot of empty moorings. The boats are out doing what they do best. And at the moorings are these little gray boxes with perforations in them. Uh, and those are lobster cars. So when the lobstermen go out and harvest the lobsters, uh, they have to check them for, uh, there has to be a minimum size and there's a maximum size. And uh, you can't keep the minimums or, the, or under the minimums or over the maximums. And if it's a female lobster with eggs, you notch the tail in a V. So if you get a lobster in your trap and it may be of legal size, if it's got a V on its tail, you put it back in the water uh, so that the lobsters can still reproduce and the goose that lays the golden eggs uh, continues on. So these gray lobster cards are where they put the day's catch. And then when the carts get full, uh, the lobstermen will uh, put them on their boat and take them into Port Clyde, where they will sell to uh, lobster wholesalers there. Thanks again, everybody, for listening in to another edition of Brightcast by Shipbright. I hope you enjoyed uh, this edition of Trap Day 2022. I personally appreciated hearing the story from Dougie Boynton about the time that the inmates from Thomaston State Prison came out to the island to play softball with the famous, infamous Monhegan Island Blues uh, softball team. If you hadn't heard it, <laughs> give it a listen because it still cracks me up listening to it. But anyway, I want to say thank you to everybody again. Hope you have a great day. Welcome aboard. Take care.